Listen, this panel I'm about to go in this afternoon, we're talking about how we're going to disperse the next round of broadband money. When we're going out, people in my district either have slow internet they're not happy with or sometimes have none at all. We're going to go in these rooms and brainstorm how we've done it in the past, how other states are doing it right now. We all know that we're getting uh, likely billions of dollars more from the federal government to close this gap completely. We need to figure out the most cost-effective and efficient way to get Internet to people, and that's what we're going to be talking about this afternoon. Very so cool. That, that affects people, whether they're working from home, whether they got kids in school, whether it's telehealth for the older population. We're going to go in and talk about how the best way is to get them Internet. Well, to, to that point, your district, I know we did an event, uh, oh, I guess, last year, uh, and the backdrop was Chimney Rock. You know, In my district, we think, well, that's a vacation spot. That's your district. That's, those are your people that, that live there. It's a great restaurant. You'd have to plug their name. Burnt shirt vineyards, everybody. They're good people out there. Yeah, and it was. It was doing great. a great job. Uh, but the backdrop, uh, you, you couldn't be more remote uh, in all seriousness. But but those people that live in your district need connectivity, just like you know people in Raleigh and Charlotte and Greensboro and so forth. Uh, so this is very important to them. And finding finding better ways and better ideas of how to get it there or helping other states develop that uh, is incredibly important. That's right. And, you know, we're going to take care of our people. But when we're talking to other states and they're, you know, behind what we're doing or they haven't adopted the same metrics for getting it out that we have, it's good to talk to them so we can help people across the country, too, not just back home. And that's really nonpartisan. That's not a partisan issue. Not, not uh, partisan. It impacts Republicans, Democrats, unaffiliates, everyone. Uh, it's a... So working on, on things like that, you find a lot of common ground. I, I think, look at what you've done. Uh, Jake, by the way, is our IT uh, Information Technology Appropriations Chairman. Uh, so he works a lot with, with the governor's uh, staff and with, with the administration, uh, whether it be Republican or Democrat. Right now it's Democrat. Uh, but you found ways to really push through and, and get things done despite the political difference. That, you know, we'll also be talking about during this conference, cybersecurity. Uh, you know, we're talking about the health records, uh, criminal justice records, things like that within departments. That 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 shouldn't be partisan either. We're talking about preventing state-sponsored attacks against North Carolinians. We're talking to other states too about what they're doing to prevent these large-scale attacks on private information and uh, securing our data at the state level. Uh, those are all extremely important things that we're going to be talking about here at Allen. So we're excited about that. Well, and uh, no, thank you. And, and uh, I. I I've had some 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 listeners say we've had a few tef- technical difficulties, but uh, our portion's been great. So uh, we got it right. We, well, we, we, we got it right. And let me tell you, I think DeSantis is getting nervous when he saw us out here. He walked by and I'm telling you, he's never closed for us before. So this, this is, <laughs> he's, he's getting a little nervous. I just hope he's backstage. I, I bet he is. Now. I bet he is. Somebody he, gets he's coffee, never closed for me or before, something, right? Um, so, so what's next for you? I mean, you're, you're obviously a, a rising leader in the North Carolina House. Uh, you, you You've got some time to do things. You quickly become a part of the leadership team and and as a a committee chairperson. Uh, You're also one of our whips in our caucus, right? We are. I mean, and and, uh, despite what people may think, I can count all the way to 72. So that's a a really good thing for us trying to get legislation passed. And and, uh, and, and that's where we're running for whip right now to be the majority whip in the House. And, And we're excited because this is the first time since I've been here we've been able to override a veto. But to do that, you got to have butts and seats ready to vote uh, when the time comes, and, and that those margins get slim sometimes. So uh, I think it's going to be a very important role for the next few months, especially. And as we get into next year, we got some critical legislation coming down the pipeline. Well, we do, and, and it, it never stops. I mean, of course, with a state as large as ours, you know, we, we grew up there, you and I both, and 
sometimes it's 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 somewhat hard to imagine that that we really are a leader in out of 50 states. But when you look at the size of North Carolina, uh, we're bigger than a lot of countries. And with that that being said, the things that we do really do matter. Uh, so you have to be prepared. You have to be adaptable to, to the challenges that we have. Um, and 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 quite frankly, then there's the legislative side of that, right? It's Nobody does anything by themselves at the legislature. Uh, so you have to you have to work with your colleagues. You have to build coalitions. You've been very successful in getting legislation passed, which means it, it's not always partisan. Uh, it is sometimes you you have to uh, count on the other side for votes too. And I, I think folks uh, you know really appreciate your your go at it attitude. You're, you're not a negative person by any measure. Uh, you're not there to beat people up. You'll fight hard. Uh, you did some. Or you conducted some hearings uh, that kind of made you famous earlier this year. Uh, talk a little bit about that. Some of the things that you you have an, an investigative committee. What what's that about? We do. This is the first time the House has ever had a standing oversight committee where we can call people in and ask questions. And and when asked for a mission statement, said we're here to make government operate more efficient. And that's the best way we can put that. If there's inefficiencies with either departments spending money they shouldn't or there's things going on where there's coercion behind the scenes going on. We want to put that in the spotlight, be transparent, and hopefully shine a little light on government, let people trust it a little bit more. So uh, we had these hearings. We brought people in to testify that sometimes they want to be there, sometimes they don't. Uh, but we think people need to get to the bottom of what's going on behind the scenes in government. That's fair. And then they can make up their own They can make up their own mind. Uh, we, are, we are talking with Jake Johnson, Representative Jake Johnson, here on All Things Sane. Uh, appreciate you listening. And, and Helping us uh, work through any technical difficulties, so we we don't know if they are happening because uh, we're, we're we're here in Florida, and uh, everyone at home can can watch it across the internet. So, uh, but we do we've got a lot we've got a lot of great uh, friends that we see here at Alec. Uh, see a good buddy of mine, Ren Williams, who's a, a delegate in Virginia. Hello, sir. Yeah, good to see you. He just won a big primary and uh, uh, pushed through that. Uh, so we're we're glad to see see really all of our friends that are coming through. Um, we got about two minutes before we get to the break, but, but, uh, you know, if you could talk directly and you can, that's a great part about uh, the democracy that we operate in the Republic, if you will. Um, what would you say to your constituents about the work that you're doing uh, in general, just at the legislature? We feel, and I say this, we've been working hard for three years now, but the issues that are important to our folks, a lot of them, have stalled out in the past just due to sheer number of votes. We've got a governor that's vetoed more bills than any other governor in North Carolina history combined. Uh, but now that we're able to operate and actually go out and get things passed and overridden into law, I think we are making more progress than we have in, in the time I've been there. And, and that's not to say we, we've been working hard behind the scenes to get this legislation to a point where it's ready for prime time. Uh, and that's another thing I'd say is that people they don't understand. This is they, they call it a part-time job, or that's how they advertise it. Uh, but really, North Carolina is one of the only states still in session. We're working hard, and we're doing it because we believe in the legislation we're, we're running, and we know that it's going to make North Carolina better than we found it. So we're working hard. You know, people see us on the floor, and they see one speech and go, oh, that was easy. They got it done. Right. There are years leading up to that one moment. I mean, you've had some bills that – I know it didn't happen overnight. <laughs> it's, okay. We got them across it the finish. It didn't happen over one session either. It didn't happen, over one session. Yeah. didn't happen overnight, but we got them pushed into law. So just know that when we get up and make that speech on the floor, that's the end of a very, very long journey. <laughs> Finally <laughs> got there. Solution. Representative Jake Johnson, really appreciate you joining us on All Absolutely. Things Sane. 
I, I know our listenership appreciates getting a chance to, to meet some of the other legislators. Uh, it's, it's, it, this is all things Sains, but it's not always about me. Really appreciate you being on and look forward to working. We'll with be you. back on soon, brother. Yes, sir. Thank you. Take care. Again, we'll be back right after the break. Appreciate you listening in to All Things Same. And we're back on All Things Same. We're uh, we're here in sunny Orlando, uh, broadcasting live from the American Legislative Exchange Council annual conference. If you see behind me, that's our our uh, old state house, our Capitol building, uh, the old one. Uh, we stole that from the lobby. They uh, they uh, like to put those out there, so we just grabbed it and borrowed it for a little bit. But uh, with me today uh, on the show, we just had Representative Jake Johnson. Now uh, a, a a noob here in or in Raleigh, uh, Representative Alan Chesser, who is a uh, I, I don't even feel like calling you a freshman anymore because you've done so much in your short time with the legislature. Welcome to the show. Uh, really appreciate your work ethic and, and getting to know you. And we want our listeners to get to know you today. So, Alan Chesser, you represent uh, Nash. You know what? You tell them what counties you represent. I know it's Nash. And- Thanks for having me here, Jason. Uh, yeah, so it's just Nash County for me. It's almost the entirety of the county. Nash County is comprised of 25 precincts. I have 24 of them. Uh, Ken Fontner came in and stole one from me, but that's all right. We'll get, we'll get it back later. <laughs> well, I, so you and I are very similar in that regard. I only have Lincoln County, mm-hmm. which is which is a blessing in a lot of ways because you're, you're not torn between you know multiple counties. Right. Um, though you know, redistricting will be, will be what redistricting is, uh, but but hopefully you're fortunate to get to keep that one county. Um, so we're here at the American Legislative Exchange Council, and uh, glad to have you on the show. Tell me about your district. Your district's gone through some stuff here just recently. Yeah, um, so last week, most people probably heard that we uh, had a tornado rip through um, our district. Very little warning on that. Some uh, some pretty heavy devastation. Um, and, you know, fortunately, no loss of life. A few, I hate to use the word minor injuries, but, uh, you know, nothing's minor when, when you're caught it's in a tornado. You, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and, uh, but uh, we're, we're blessed and fortunate that, that no one died. Well, that is a blessing. Um, so, you know, when you when you run for office, I, I don't think most legislators or most candidates are thinking about, oh, well, you know, I guess part of the job is is helping my district respond to emergencies. Uh, it never popped up on my radar. When we, I was, we don't train for that. I, was, I wasn't <laughs> thinking about a tornado or hurricane or anything at all. Um, although that was one of the things that I remember about my district was, was growing up in that area. We, we've had floods, we've had hurricanes in the past. And uh, this was similar to that with watching the community come together and just uh, start checking on their neighbors and showing love to one another and building each other up. Uh, one of the reasons that, that, you know, we can choose to live anywhere we want. And we chose to live right there in Nash County. Sure. Now, and, and, and prayers, really, uh, and, and thoughts and prayers for, for the people in your district. Uh, as they as they continue to work through it, it yeah. you know you don't get over these things overnight. Uh, it's not a it's not a one and done. The event happens, but then the the, the cleanup and the and, and quite frankly just the uh, the mental cleanup and and and. But you've had some experience in that too. You're a you're a combat veteran. Uh, t- tell me tell me how you got started in life. What 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 got you to the military? And 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 tell us more about that. Uh, so it was a combination of a, of a few things. One was. Uh, my exemplary academic performance in high school, like, you know, left me in a position where I didn't get too many scholarship offers and there wasn't a lot of options left for me after high school. Um, and then the other was September 11th. Uh, I vividly remember walking into shop class and, and my shop teacher telling us to sit down, shut up and pay attention. 
that uh, what was happening on the TV was going to change our lives. And he was right. Uh, I think there were six of us in that room that ended up joining the military. Wow. Um, yeah. And uh, three of us deployed together. And you were, so, you were deployed. How many, how many times were you deployed? Uh, so one deployment uh, for 11 months. 11 months. Yeah. Many missions. Many missions. Yeah. yeah. Over 100 combat missions. So you've, you've from that experience, uh, you, you've been working on a somewhat controversial issue at the legislature. Um, you know, di certainly different opinions on it, but medical marijuana. Uh, and, and one of the things that, uh, as you kind of gave really a testimony, you weren't just speaking to us in caucus, really a testimony about uh, some of the people that you've served with and how uh, medical marijuana might be a treatment for PTSD. And, and you know, there's there's no right or wrong on these things. If people have their feelings, you know, and, and they have to vote their conscience and, 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 and vote how they believe their constituency would want them to vote. But but you've had some some real life experience uh, with with not not you personally as far as the PTSD, but but with a lot of the people that you served with. Yeah. Um, so I mean, I, I've got no problem admitting it here. I've admitted it in speeches in the past. I, I speak from experience. Um, I'm clinically diagnosed with PTSD. Uh, you know, those, those hundred missions that I told you about, they, they don't come without their baggage. Right. Um, but uh, definitely within my unit and within those that I've served with over over you know the years. Uh, I've seen both sides of this coin. I've got brothers that have ultimately taken their own life. Um, and I've got brothers that who have survived. And so uh, I've got my own lived case study, if you will, where I'm looking at, you know, what my, uh, my counterparts that ended up choosing to, to end their life, what they were giving into is most of the time alcohol and, and heavier drugs. Uh, didn't work out well for them, where uh, a lot of my survivors are clinically or currently, excuse me, self-medicating with, with cannabis and uh, having mixed results, but overwhelmingly positive results. Right. Well, you, 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 you uh, certainly speak from experience and, and from what you know of, of, of uh, people that you've been around and served with. And, uh, and I think that, uh, you know, people don't think about how the legislature operates, but it's really a lot of people from a lot of different walks of life that, that kind of get thrown together. I always say it's kind of like the real world. If you remember that show mm -hmm. from, from MTV where you just kind of drop people from, from various backgrounds, various points of view and, 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 and try to make it work and, and find ways to make it work. And we do. Uh, sometimes it takes a little longer than others, but, uh, but uh, uh, these issues are very important. They're very important to the people in the district, very important to people's lives. And, and we know that. And, uh, and, and again, with many different points of view and uh, trying to, thread the needle and, and get something that, that a majority of people at the legislature can vote for sometimes can be difficult. These issues sometimes take years, uh, not, not months. Uh, you, know, you, you watch the ABC uh, special when you're growing up, you know, I'm just a bill. It seems pretty simple. They can do it in about uh, a minute and a half of, 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 with a jingle, uh, but legislation doesn't really work that way. And sometimes that frustrates people, but that's the way the uh, founders intended it. Um, but you're an active family guy too. So you do all this, uh, and you've got, if I remember, five children, yes. correct? And, and, and a wife puts up with your political habit uh, that supports you, yes. of course. But uh, uh, And you brought them down here to Orlando with you. I did. Um, once we saw, so this is my second alley as a freshman. Um, and uh, so originally, you know, when I was scheduled for freshman orientation at the, uh, the state legislator, uh, this little Jedi called me and said, hey, I think you're going to be just fine. Let's get a head start on the legislating thing. You should go to Alec in D.C. And so I did. And uh, I, think it, I think it worked out pretty well. Um, 
I haven't really struggled with finding my feet in, in the, the GA. I've, I've got good mentors. I appreciate you for, for taking me under your wing. Um, and I've, I've found some successes and, and I've had a few failures along the way, but you, you get up, you learn, you grow and uh, you move on. So this is the second Alec. And uh, when we found out it was going to be located where it is uh, and the amenities that are here, we just decided just to bring the whole family down, load up. So uh, yeah, yesterday was a long day because we left at midnight, drove straight through a little about, about 10 and a half hours uh, with the family. And so I was asleep by about 7.30 last night. And uh, it was good sleep. I bet it was. I, you know, <laughs> that, that, that drive will take a lot out of it. Yeah. Out of you, I, I broke mine up. I, uh, I, 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 I did a little stop in Beaufort, South Carolina. A buddy of mine, one of my, one of my constituents, mm -hmm. but a good friend, has a house, a boat down there, and, and uh, we, we, we did a little, uh, uh, you know, cruising around the coast for a little bit, and then I, then I came on down to Florida, so got to, got to break it up a little bit. We do it straight on. It's, it's tough. We did that uh, for our spring vacation, mm -hmm. and I had it. We, we made it through, but it, yeah. but it, it uh, does uh, kind of wear the, the the bottom of your uh, seat out a little bit. But uh, uh, but you're refreshed, recharged, ready to, to hit the day here at Alec. We've got Governor DeSantis uh, speaking to us uh, just shortly. We've uh, seen a parade of people walking into the lunch. Uh, pretty exciting to see you know a national figure like Governor DeSantis speak to us. We'll have others, Sarah Huckabee's others. Uh, we're, we're talking with Representative Alan Chester from Nash County. Uh, he's a freshman at the legislature, but I, I, as I said earlier, I don't I don't believe anything about him as a freshman anymore. Uh, he's he's learned a lot in a short time at the legislature. You were also a uh, uh, a Raleigh uh, city policeman too in, in in your career. Yeah, I did a little bit of, right around three years in the city of Raleigh, working in Southeast Raleigh. Um, so that was, I mean, everything you do, all your experiences just inform how you legislate as a legislator. Um, it's like the tornadoes coming through. I wasn't exactly sure how to serve my community as an elected official, because I'm so used to being a first responder, getting in there with my hands, checking on people. So, I mean, I just defaulted to that, uh, jumped in the truck with the, uh, with the sheriff and we just started going out and checking on the citizens, pulling up in driveways, getting cut teams assigned to driveways and, uh, and different roads and different communities. Um, and so, you know, just making sure that our people understand that while the news and the media may have left and forgotten about them, we haven't. We're still there. We're still working for the people of Nash County. And uh, that's our commitment and we're gonna keep doing it. Well, that's important to, to really realize because you're right. Uh, you know, media cycles come and go. Yeah. Uh, it's not a criticism. They, you know, they, they've, got a, they've got readership and they've got uh, viewership and, and things of that nature that they, everything is changing and when they cover a wide area uh they're there for a bit and then they're gone but really that that cleanup and that aftermath uh continue long after the cameras are gone. yes yeah um, so you know the glory of the storm for lack of a better term the glamorous nature of the story the rebuild's just not as glamorous it's slow it's drawn out it's meticulous um but it's important it, you know these are people's lives one of the stops that we had there's a picture of me you know waving my hand in front of the, of the governor out of one of the sites. So what I was telling him was at one of the homes that we found, the home was destroyed, but in the yard, I found a pay stub from 1992. Oh, wow. And that just puts in perspective for me anyway, you know, these are people's lives that were just instantly uprooted. I mean, that's, that's 30 years of someone's life. Yes. That was just represented in that pay stub in that house. I was getting paid stuff from Harris Teeter at that point. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm not going to tell you where I was. I was like three years old. Uh -huh. <laughs> Seven, actually. But, um, but yeah, 
it's you can't rebuild it overnight. It can be destroyed overnight, but it won't be rebuilt overnight. And so that's just not the glamorous story that the uh, the news crews want to hang out for. It's not quite as, as we say sexy yeah. for, for for cameras, um, you know. But but it, it's important what happens afterwards. Um, real quick, we've got about a minute before we go to hard break. But uh, what do you want to do next, the legislature? You're, you you've hit the ground running and. I, I don't see you stopping anytime soon. So what's next? What are you, what are you, what are you looking to do? I have no idea what's next. Um, just seeing what doors God opens for me, what opportunities he has, and, and being ready and prepared to jump through them when they, when they present themselves. Well, I know your constituents appreciate it. We appreciate you, the legislature, because you are a hard worker. You're very intentional. Uh, you do the research. You do the studies. It's great to see uh, someone who just embraces it and, and takes it on. So uh, Representative Alan Chester from Nash County, really appreciate you being on the show. All things sane. Uh, get in there. Uh, hear from Governor DeSantis. Uh, are you going to be the one that starts the wave as he speaks? Because that'd be fun to watch. Yeah, I'm pretty tall, so I'll get on the edge and stand up and see what everybody else does. <laughs> Great. Alan Chester, thanks for being on All Things Sane. We'll be back in just a moment. Uh, really appreciate you listening to us from Orlando. All right, welcome back to All Things Sane for our final segment. Here at ALEC, the American Legislative Exchange Council, we're in sunny Orlando, Florida. Uh, I haven't been to see the Big Mouse. It's a little hot for that. Um, and, and quite frankly, I've got too, too, too packed of a schedule to get to do that, but uh, that's okay. Uh, we're here recharging and refueling as legislators. With me on the show now, got a good friend of mine, Representative Ray Pickett. Uh, he, he is from up up 321. Uh, so if, you, if you're from my district in Lincoln County, he's just uh, up, up discreet, as we say. Uh, off 321 uh, represents Watauga and Ash counties. Um, and, and Allegheny County. And Allegheny County. You don't want to leave anybody out. Uh, so you've got a pretty big district as far as, as, as uh, uh, mileage in the crow flies. But uh, you, you've got a, uh, a district that you're now in. Is this your third term? This is my second. Second term, second term, you know, it all bleeds together. So it feels like you've been there a lot longer. And I, I think I've been there a lot longer, but uh, Ray is uh, Ray Pickett, Representative Ray Pickett, uh, represents those, those mountain counties there. And uh, you do a lot, the legislature, you, you, uh, you keep pace with me, which is, which is hard to do. Uh, you, you, you stay on the go. You, you, you've got, uh, uh, you with our university system, with yes. our, with our four year institutions. I know uh, that's part of your role. And then also the, as an ABC chairman, which uh, you look at it, you know, it's alcohol beverage control. Uh, you do a lot with that, but you, you've got a, a wide range of interests at the legislature. What all do you cover? Well, I try to cover what's going to help my district and um, universities is going to have a university in my district. So that's very important to me to make sure our universities are the best they can be, but also to make sure that they follow along with the board of governors like they're supposed to. And recently with the Supreme court decision on affirmative action, we're having to watch closely to make sure that they do follow what the Supreme Court says. We don't want to end up in lawsuits and things that we have to spend state money on and fight. So make sure the chancellors are well informed and on board with what they need to follow on that. Right. Well, and that's important. You know, following the law. Yeah, uh, that is. It turns out you do have to do that. That's right. Uh, despite what uh, your wishes might be otherwise. That's right. Uh, nobody's special. Uh, it, it is It is what has to happen. But, but we have a, an incredible university system that, other states want to emulate um, that look to our our state to get it right. Um, so getting it right means you really have to have a watchful eye all the time because there's a lot of competing interests. Yes, there are. Uh, the, you know, it's Appalachian State is in your district. 
Um, you know, I'm a UNC Charlotte guy, of course, not in my district, but but close by. Uh, but we've got, you know, the, these are two pretty big schools. Yes. Um, you know, some of the biggest in the in the uh, system, but we've got some smaller schools too that that you know they're just as equally as important and and play a, a great role. And you 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 have to kind of balance that as well. Yes, it's we have different size universities because every student is not going to fit in a big university. So we need to have the choices for our students in our state, and we need to do the best thing for our students from North Carolina. They are first and foremost the most important thing to me is our students in our state because this is a state-supported school system, and it is a great system. It's one of the best in the country, and it's also one of the most affordable in the country, and we have worked hard to keep it that way. We have held tuition down for seven years now to help students be able to afford college, and we're coming up with some innovative ways to try to help kids afford to go to college. It, it, no, it's it's incredibly important. I, I think about me and my younger sister, uh, what that meant for our family. Uh, my mother and father had gone to the community colleges and, and gotten their uh, degrees, but uh, you know, four-year colleges seemed a little you know out of reach for them at the time. Uh, but it was something that they wanted to accomplish for their kids and, and really push my sister and I to, to go to, to the four-year institution. I started at NC State, felt, got a better fit at UNC Charlotte just because of what I was studying and uh, what I wanted to do. I love both campuses, love them, love them greatly. Uh, so Wolfpack fan, uh, certainly a 49er fan, uh, but 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 just as big as a fan as I am of the sports programs, uh, also a huge fan of what it means for uh, opportunity for kids in our state. And 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 quite frankly, to your point, regardless of income levels of, of households, uh, race, you know, demographics, all of it, uh, getting everybody a chance. We we've really got a lot to offer in the university system. I've I've gotten to uh, more on campus at UNC Greensboro uh, of late. I uh, got to know Chancellor Gillum there. Impressed with what 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 they're doing there. Uh, one of the most diverse populations. Or you go over to uh, UNC Pembroke. Uh, you know, uh, Robin Cummings, Chancellor there, is is doing a tremendous job in an area of our state that needs an economic driver and an economic engine in southeastern North Carolina. And the university is a big part of that. And that's that's great to see lives change and opportunities change for for people in our state, which is really what it's all about. It is. And the way we see some of those smaller universities in these smaller communities, how they really hold up the community. They are sort of the center of the community. And UNC Pembroke is a perfect example of that. And Chancellor Cummings has done a wonderful job down there. They are growing. They have new buildings being built. They've had school of business that's really doing some good things. And it's important that we make sure as a General Assembly that we look after our universities and we keep them running as efficiently as possible. And we do. Our General Assembly does a great job with our universities. They really, we spend a lot of money on our university systems where other states don't. And that's how we keep the tuition down. And we're getting the results. Yes. Uh, yeah, I will say this. that uh, got a text from Justin, uh, who owns WSIC, and, uh, which we're broadcasting on now. So we're in the Lake Norman area. And uh, he's also one of those happy happies, right? And he said, go out. So uh, <laughs> said, shout, shout, shout out to you um, and to the school. Uh, and we're, we were just talking football during the break. Uh, big game coming up early in the season in Appalachian. That's going to be, uh, I think, ECU is going to be in yes, town. Yes, they are. They're coming to Boone, and we're expecting 40,000-plus in Boone. It will be a great game. It is a, sort of building as a rivalry now, east and west. We yeah. played a great game down in Charlotte, and we're hoping for a similar game here. It should be televised on ESPN, so we're yep. looking forward to that. Oh, that'd be fun. The uh, the, uh, the the uh, game at, at Panther Stadium was a lot of fun. Yes, it was. Uh, and, and, you know, I, I've got friends in, 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 at both universities, right? But my rule is 
wherever I'm visiting, because uh, as legislators, we get asked to come see what's happening on campus. And we usually turn it into, a, uh, you know, go up on a Friday and stay for the game on Saturday and, and tour the campus and look at some of the things that they're doing wherever we go. I was at Western last year, took my family, uh, been up to App a good bit. It's convenient. So that and Charlotte are, are easy to get to. And uh, we also do the family thing. We're, you know, we're fans too. So it's not always about business. So we, we try to take in some of the games, but uh, that one was an interesting one because whenever you got rivalries like that and you got friends in, in both camps, of course, I, I wore my black and gold. Uh, you know, I grew up going to Appalachian games and, and, and going up to Boone, but, uh, but that does, that's not to knock on ECU. Um, and we're going to a game. I, I've got to wear my green. I'm a UNC Charlotte graduate. I think the chancellor might bar me from campus if I, if I go to, to Greenville and, and don't wear my, my, my green and white as I, as I go up there. But uh, they've got a game later on the season, too. Uh, Charlotte at ECU, yes. so we're looking forward to that. that. That'll be a fun one to go that, to. That will be. I plan on joining you there as well. And um, I'm conflicted, too, because um, I do represent the universities as a whole. My sister went to East Carolina. I have some deep Eastern North Carolina roots. So right. I, I might just have to wear um, gold that day. Hey, why not? <laughs> Help everybody. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, we're talking with Representative Ray Pickett. Uh, Ray and I have been serving the legislature. I, I, I swear it feels longer. Uh, you, you, you form friendships and and start to work together. And you have been a, a dear friend and a, and a real help to me on a lot of things. Uh, and it's greatly appreciated. Uh, glad to have you on the show today and, and, and give people a chance to get to know you. Um, so you 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 didn't just come to the legislature. You served at the local level before you went to the legislature. What'd you do there? I served at Blown Rock Town Council, and um, that is. Serving locally sometimes is tougher than serving at the state level because people see you everywhere you go. Right. So you really have to, I mean, locally you are in touch with everybody. We do have to go to Raleigh because that's where the seat of government is. And folks from my district is three, three and a half hours for them to get there. So it's not something they can just up and do real quick. And we are there a lot. People do try to catch me, try to get meetings, but serving locally is tough. Yeah. It really is because it, there's so many little issues you're trying to fix. And my wife currently serves on Blown Rock Town Council. Yeah. So now now she sort of sees how it is. And they've had a, a few situations that, you know, trying to play and do what you think is best for the community. But yet you're split 50-50 in your community of what they won't. And it's sometimes some tough decisions have to be made there. So it's local stuff. Local is stuff. My mother was a county commissioner in Lincoln County for two terms. Uh, so I've got to watch that, see that through, through her eyes. Uh, I, nothing but respect for our, our, our municipal and county officials because it is school board, same thing. Uh, you know, they can't go to the grocery store without running into someone and saying, Hey, I, I got a question. And that's why they serve. They yeah. don't mind it, but it, but you know, when you just want to run in and get a, a you know, a carton of eggs or something, yeah. it, it, it gets a little difficult to run it in does. and out because you do want to take the time and be intentional with yes, your constituents. Sure um, and it's like zoning hearings, I always said that, you know, 50% of the people leave from a zoning hearing mad at you, right? Yeah, 50% right. are happy, 50% are upset with that's you. Right. So uh, that's always a challenge too, but um, you make it work and you're doing it. Uh, it's a family affair for you guys, which is kind of cool to, to, to be a part of too. Uh, means you, you, you've you got to work together, but every day there could be a difference. Uh, you must it, be able to work that it out. It has happened already. <laughs> <laughs> so, but, but hey, this is the challenges that are before us, but yeah, you're serving at the legislature. I, I think you are probably one of the most thoughtful members. And if we talk to any of our colleagues, um, you, you don't you don't uh, you don't come in like a bull in a china shop. Uh, you you try to get to consensus. 
you doesn't mean you don't get excited about what you're working on. Yeah. Uh, very passionate about it, but but I think you do it in such a thoughtful way. And uh, really, it's it's about people at the end of the day. And if you don't, if you can't coalesce those people to get them to support your stuff, it doesn't happen. Yes. So you do a great job with that. Well, thank you. Uh, we're talking with Re Representative Ray Pickett here on All Things Sane. We have been broadcasting live from Orlando. Uh, we're at the American Legislative Exchange Council National Conference. Really appreciate you joining in today. Uh, real quick, any last thing you'd like to say to the audience or to people in your district? Any, anything you want to give a shout out to? Well, I tell you what, all of those people that live off the mountain, it's nice and cool in the mountains. Come up and see us. <laughs> that's, that's pretty hot down at home. So uh, uh, you, you can't cool off in the lake. We were just there uh, last week, and you know it's about like getting into bathwater. It's, it's gotten to that point in the summer. So uh, mountains might be a good retreat. It, it would be very nice, and we'd welcome you with open arms. Well, and you'd love for us to come up there and spend money, too. Right? That's right. <laughs> <laughs> well, you've been listening to All Things Sane from Orlando, Florida, at the Alec National Convention. Really appreciate you watching, tuning in. Uh, we'll be back next week. I will have a guest host for me. Uh, we'll be traveling with family. Uh, my good friend David Cove will be here. Take care. Thanks for listening.